0: The title of the sermon is New Mercies, and we'll be in Lamentations, which I've literally never preached out of Lamentations. Um, And as I was reading it, I realized why I haven't preached out of it. (laughs) I'm just being honest. So I'm going to pray, and then we'll jump into it. So Father God, we are grateful for your kindness and your love in that we get to be together. That is a unique privilege of both our time in history and the place in which we call home in terms of this country. We get to gather in your name as many different kinds of people, and as loudly as we want to, we can say Jesus is king as loudly as we want you want to we can declare you our lord with no fear of harm and so god we thank you for that we get to do this thank you for that favor and that grace in that way lord we have sisters and brothers all over the world for whom that is not true lord will you comfort them by your spirit will you draw close to them may they feel your presence in unique ways god and God, I ask for something that's strange. May they feel your presence even more than we do because they don't have that same privilege. How will you comfort them and will your hands dry their tears? Those who are suffering around this world, may they feel your presence in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. <clears throat> so, new mercies uh, and lamentations. I'm going to do a lot of reading today, um, which isn't, which, to be honest, is not super common. I don't normally read 27 verses on a Sunday, um, and I promise to not talk through every single verse. Um, but I do think we need to have some some groundwork. Many of us haven't heard sermons out of Lamentations. <laughs> Um, it's just not a book of the Bible that most preachers preach out of because of what it is. <laughs> so we got to talk about what it is. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what Lamentations is. It's written by Jeremiah. Many of you know Jeremiah because he wrote Jeremiah. And Jeremiah 29, 11 is some of your like... Like, right, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for your prosper and to not harm you, all that stuff, right? To give you a hope in the future. All of that is good. Jeremiah was writing that to a group of people who were about to get exiled, a.k.a. kicked out of their land, right? Jeremiah is writing that to a people whom have been opposing God with their behavior. God was like, just worship me. And they was like, no. And so Jeremiah said, because you're not just worshiping God, then he's going to let Babylon come and take you, take you over. He's like, no, he's not. Jeremiah... Then, like, one of my favorite parts of Jeremiah, and he's known as the weeping prophet because every single time he had a, a message to deliver, it was, like, not fun. And he also got beat for it. Like, he's not just ridiculed, right? Some of us, if we post something on social media about God and somebody don't like it, we feel like we just got jeremiah No, you didn't. <laughs> They took old dude in the alley and beat him up, right? Like, that's what happened with Jeremiah. So, one of my favorite things is Jeremiah takes this pot, right? He carries this pot into the king. says, because of how you are leading God's people, God's about to do this, (laughs) to the kingdom of Judah. He just smashes the pot in front of him and then moves on like that was normal. That's Jeremiah. Lamentations is written after the exile. After the pot has been smashed. For context, it's important to know Jeremiah is writing to a people who have just been taken over, taken out of their land, who have just been traumatized. And he's Speaking to them directly, who was this written to? Jews in exile What's the purpose? Grief and reflection There are five songs in Lamentation and all five of these songs have this combination of grief for where we are and reflection on how we got here that's another reason why most people don't preach out of it. <laughs> it's, just a, it's kind of a downer. <laughs> like, Just be real. It is. Like You know, you come into Sunday, it's like, man, the, the week is already hard enough. Do not preach out of Lamentations. And I think if we're going to be honest to the text of Lamentations, we have to point to the fact that it's kind of God spanking the Jews. Some of y'all didn't know that God spanked his kids. He does. (laughs) Somebody said he spanked me. (laughs) The point of lamentations is an acknowledgement of the fact that God reproves to restore. So here's the thing. Oftentimes we talk about God punishing, and it's this weird mix of God having authority over us in the ways that, Unjust rulers have had authority over us in the world. So we don't like talking about it. But God doesn't punish kids just because he's bigger. That's not how this works, right? That's not the point. God reproves to restore. I'd like you to actually look at this picture, and some of you will immediately know what it looks like and understand it. Can you go to that next slide for me? Yes. Some of you especially If you have been in elementary school, within the last 15 years, you know the clip-down system, okay? See? Now, I know your colors might be different in your school, okay? Some of you, you get down to the bottom and it's blue. Some of you get down to the bottom and it's pink. Regardless, there's a clip-down system in many elementary schools that is this combination of keeping you aware of where you stand and discipline <laughs> with this maintained hope that you can always, like, rise above your current situation. <laughs> Let's also be real. All the adults in the room know this is also some social pressure, right? If your classmates know you are on orange, <laughs> there might be some reason for you to get back to yellow. <laughs> I'm not saying that God's got a clip-down system, but I do think that it's important for us to kind of think about this. If I were doing this, it would look a lot like this. You'd start off every morning with green. And actually, there's a lot of teachers for whom that's true. Every single student. Start, it doesn't matter what yesterday looked like. Yesterday could have been amazing. You still start off on good to go. Incentivizing, let's, hey, let's do a repeat. You could have ended up on red yesterday. But today's a new day you're not held to what happened yesterday. That's that picture of new mercies as teachers would put it into play. Notice that there's, you got more opportunities to clip down than you do to clip up. You didn't start at a deficit. You started with a positive. And the truth is, because I want this to be incentivized, I'm calling home, even when you get on purple, not just when you get on red. Right? There's, like, there's mercy baked into this process. And the truth is, even though we don't see a clip-down system all through Scripture, that is kind of how God functioned with the Jews is, hey, y'all going in the wrong direction. Hey, let me send somebody to smash a pot in front of them real quick. (laughs) So that they know they're still not doing it. They're still not getting it. Okay, well, red it is. That's kind of what that is. And that portion of scripture in Jeremiah 29 11, if we take it out of context, it just feels fluffy and wonderful. But the truth is, Jeremiah is saying to them, you all about to get completely smashed. You're on red and, and there's no coming back from it today. But God says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, to give you a future and a hope. You're not gonna stay on red. That's really what Jeremiah is saying. So, today, we're kind of talking about that punishment part, which I feel like in church right now, talking about God punishing is like trying to have a conversation about politics on Thanksgiving. Just avoid it. (laughs) But I don't think that that serves us. There is truth. To a part of what it is to be in this family of God is to know that this is a dad that is merciful, but because he also loves us, he's not going to just let us just keep doing whatever. And he's going to put us on red sometimes, and it ain't going to feel good. (laughs) Pause. Go to that next one. Not all pain is punishment. I think that's an important disclaimer. Because oftentimes when you have heard sermons about God punishing, it's like, if you experience any sickness in your body, you need to go figure out where you sinned. Nope, that is not what we're talking about today. Because that's a lie, that's not true, okay? Viruses happen regardless of how holy you are, (laughs) okay? It it is what it is. Cancer happens, and that doesn't have anything to do with whether or not you sinned last week. That's not a thing. That's not what I'm saying. Not all pain is punishment. However, sometimes it is. December 31st is a moment of marking, honestly, for everyone, but specifically for me because of how 2024 went, or excuse me, how 2004 went for me. 2004 was, it is to date my least favorite year. There were some wonderful things that happened in 2004, don't get me wrong, but there were a lot of things that were actually just very, very bad. I lost a job which caused me to lose an apartment, which caused me to really struggle with making a car payment, which mean I had to move back in with my mama and daddy. <laughs> and I absolutely knew then and I know now that, I mean, actually, even had my, before I lost the apartment, my apartment got broken into. <laughs> I absolutely know that a part of why, not a part of, the reason why 2004 was as hard as it was is because I was in a pattern of sin. And I wasn't interested in letting go of it. (laughs) And God was like, listen, you can let go of that. And we can move on, no, send a little, get it clipped down, <laughs> no, still not interested, okay, I'm gonna have you lose your job, because clearly you need some time to think. <laughs> Clip down <laughs> no still oh you going you're going gonna, to lose your time off to sin, got it. <laughs> Go back with your mama and daddy then, because clearly you can't handle life alone. <laughs> and that was in the beginning, that was in the middle of December. And December 31st, I rolled out of bed and just wept. I cried bitterly. Because I knew why I was in the situation that I was in. And at that point, I didn't know how to get out of the situation I was in. And I was like, God, I just need 2005 to be better. I don't even know what that looks like. I just need it to be better. Not all pain is punishment, but some of it is. And I think if we don't acknowledge that, we miss something. 2005 was better significantly better, but it was also because in January where there are some changes that happened in terms of that pattern of sin. So let's get into Lamentations. This is Jeremiah speaking, but it hit my soul deeply. I am the one who has seen the afflictions that come from the rod of the Lord's anger. He has led me into darkness, shutting out all light. He has turned his hand against me and again and again all day long. He has made my skin and flesh grow old. He has broken my bones. He has besieged and surrounded me with anguish and distress. He has buried me in a dark place like those long dead. Part of why I like Jeremiah is because he's a little dramatic like me. But it's a song. (laughs) He has walled me in and I cannot escape. He has bound me in heavy chains. And though I cry and shout, he has shut out my prayers. He has blocked my way with a high stone wall. He has made my road crooked. He has hidden like a bear or a lion waiting to attack me. He has dragged me off the path and torn me in pieces, leaving me helpless and devastated. He has drawn his bow and made me the target for his arrows. He shot his arrows deep into my heart. My own people laugh at me. All day long, they sing their mocking songs. He has filled me with bitterness and given me a bitter cup of sorrow to drink. He has made me chew on gravel, He has rolled me in the dust. Peace has been stripped away, and I have forgotten what prosperity is. I cry out, my splendor is gone. Everything I had hoped for from the Lord is lost. The thought of my suffering and homelessness is bitter beyond words. I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. Pause. Whew. Remember I told you it's a downer? I kind of grieve the fact that some of us have actually never been encouraged to read this. The reason why I grieve a little bit is because even though it's a downer, there is a point to why Jeremiah is as good dramatic as he is. Honestly, the part about chewing gravel, I don't know, like there's a part I'm sure that hit you, but that was the part that hit me for some reason. It just, it's uncomfortable. And even this idea of what I should be doing to receive nutrients is still uncomfortable. It's painful, and it wears away at me, and it don't taste good. All connected to the pattern of sin that I've been in. See, this is not Jeremiah writing to somebody whose life has—like, this is not Jeremiah writing to Job— whole different kind of situation. If you've read through Job, Job didn't sin, and he was getting hit up. Different situation. Jeremiah is writing to people who were in a pattern of sin and was like, yeah, we like it. <laughs> How do you like it now? <laughs> yes. A pattern of sin... I know you don't want me to do this, God, and I'm still going to do it. (laughs) Those of us who are parents, literally, can you imagine that? Like, your your children, like, coming to you like, yeah, I know you don't like that, Dad. I know you don't like that, Mom. I'm going to still do it, though. (laughs) Like, some of them do it anyway, but I'm just saying, like, the gall to just say it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to just do it anyway. So... Thanks. See, there's a whole different level of arrogance when it's like, I know I'm not supposed to be doing it, but I'm having a hard time stopping, and I know I'm not supposed to be doing it, and I'm going to still do it anyway. Those are different. That's where they were. Openly saying it to God. You want A, but I'm going to give you G. And today, I'm going to just give you X because who cares what you want? And he finishes this portion of the song. In the bitterness of being on red, I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. 21 says, yet I still dare to hope when I remember this, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. Some of you didn't even know that that's where that portion of scripture is, that God's mercies are new every morning. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance, therefore I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who depend on him, to those who search for him. So it is good to wait quietly for the salvation from the Lord. And it is good for people to submit at an early age to the yoke of his discipline. I told you I wanted it to be light, but it's not. Jeremiah is doing this mixture that is characteristic of the Holy Spirit. See, the beautiful thing about, like, about how God clips you down to red is <laughs> not clip you down to red and all hope is lost clip you down the red and give you an anticipation of, this doesn't have to be this way. Yeah. Let me tell you who I am. The only reason you're down there is because I don't want the behavior. I want you. I just don't want that thing you're doing. Cause, and it's not even about that thing you're doing not being good for me. That thing you're doing isn't good for you. <laughs> And it ain't good for anybody around you either. So I'm trying to get you to see that it's the thing that I'm not interested in, but I want you. So that's why even when I put you on red, I still want you to have hope that without that thing, there's still room for you to get all the way up to purple. That is who God is. I know that's not how we think about them, and for some of us that may seem too elementary, but it it actually is good for us to go down to being elementary for a moment because we make it too complex. We make it far too complex, and we either have a God who does not punish at all or a God who was only punishing, and neither one of them is true. God is this God of moderation that says, listen, I want closeness with you. I want it to be good to go every morning and let's have every single day go to amazing. But let's not in any way get this twisted. I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in that. And I'm not interested in that. And the more you do those things, clip down, baby, so that you can see how far you are from what is good for you so you can also see. What is the distance it's going to take you to get back to what's good for you? The truth is, legit, I didn't need to be alone during that time. I had not yet developed the spiritual fruit of self-control. I needed, and I needed that too. I needed that. That's how I felt. <laughs> Sometimes I actually need, we need to experience the bitterness of that loss so that I can actually see clearly, oh, that's the, that's the thing that's causing problem in my life right now. So, honestly, as light as I would've hoped for today to be, it's actually a little heavier, because I don't, some of you need actually a moment to reflect on the last year, because there perhaps are some patterns in your own life. I told you this can be a little bit uncomfortable, but here's the thing, We're family. We're going to talk about this. I'm not going to ask you to stand up and tell everybody what your pattern of sin is. That's not what I'm asking for. But I do want you to reflect. Reflect. Are there any patterns that need breaking? If you are finding that There is just more struggle than needed in certain areas of your life. Reflect. Is there a pattern that needs breaking? Now, here's the thing. You could immediately go into condemnation. I'm horrible. I'm bad. I'm the worst person. God doesn't like me. God doesn't love me. He doesn't want to be with me. That will never be the truth. That will never be the case. That's never going to be how God functions. If in the beginning, when they sinned, God was like, I'm going to get close to you and figure out what's going on. And he has done that all the way through scripture. Nothing's different now. The same yesterday, today, and forever. But he is going to say, let's look at that pattern, daughter. Let's look at that pattern, son. Because the restoration isn't to what makes me comfortable. The restoration that I'm interested in is what makes your life good. I'm interested in restoring what makes your life good. Not just because I got standards. My standards are legitimately for your good. So I'm interested in restoring that. Are there some patterns that need to be broken? Because here's what I want as your brother. 2024 doesn't have to look as tough as 2023 if we had a pattern. That's the that's the beauty. That's the new mercies part. Is that every morning we start off on green. Every morning we start off on green, and the whole point is to dis. the whole point of clipping down is let's disrupt that pattern. So if you're finding that, hmm, this seems hard here. Man, that feels difficult there. Why do I keep losing this? Why does this keep going? Perhaps there's a pattern that needs to be broken. Reflect on it. Here's what I also would caution you with. Don't focus on the punishment. That's kind of what gets us tripped up when we're kids. We lose access to the game system, so that's all we focus on is the game system. We get grounded. We can't go to recess. We dot, 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 and that's all we focus on? But the truth is, if I focus on what got me there, I'll never see that again. If I focus on what got me there, that's really what Jeremiah is talking about. This is a, everybody gets to have a a bottom of the barrel moment. This can be yours (laughs) if you want it to be. But also, let's not pretend that I'm not a God that will not dig a, dig a deeper hole so that you can see. I don't want that for you. I want good for you. You still want to keep doing it? Take it a step deeper. I don't want that. Why is it so dark in here, God? Because I want you to see this. Why can't I hear you? Because you ain't listening. The only thing I'm interested in talking about right now was that pattern. Why? Because it's not good for you. <laughs> Can we talk about something else? No. <laughs> right? That moment where he was like, God's blocked out my prayers. Some of you have never experienced that. Glory to God. You ain't never got down that deep. <laughs> but there's some times where we get so deep, so far into our pattern of sin where God is like, I'm not interested in talking about anything except that. So if you want to talk about something else, we got to talk about that first. I don't want to talk about that. Okay, well then, we'll just sit here silently. Focus on what it is that's the pattern. And you'll never have to be there again. Last thing is to actually receive God's new mercy. (laughs) Receive it. Some of us are so averse to actually looking at this pattern that we can't even receive mercy. We've talked about this before, but there's a difference between grace and mercy. So as a refresher, grace is favor that you couldn't do anything to earn. I'm going to give it to you because you're my daughter. I'm going to give it to you because my, you're my son. But you ain't work for this. <laughs> it's because I want you to have it. I'm giving it to you. Here, I want you to have it. Because I love you. I want you to have it. Mercy is you earned bread. <laughs> but I'm keeping you on orange today. You earned punishment, but I'm not punishing you. You earned me holding this over your head until the end of the semester, but I'm not going to because I want good for you. See how they actually both come out of the same place, but they're different. Some of us don't ever actually experience God's mercy for real because we won't look at the patterns that got us into struggle. If we're going to actually experience this part of God's love, it means that I will look at the pattern that got me into this dark, gloomy, trash place. God, I receive your mercy Thanks that I get to start today all green. That pattern. I don't even know how to break that Holy Spirit. Help me. I don't even know how to stop that. This is actually when you know you're living in God's mercy. God, I like it. I like that pattern. I enjoy it. And I don't even know how to stop enjoying it. Help me. Let me tell you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like any good teacher, if a student comes up and says, I don't know how to stop doing this, you don't get clipped down immediately. No, 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 because you see it and you want to work. Let's work. A good, and so if a good teacher will do that, trust me, a good father will do even more. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I, you don't know how? Okay, I know how. Let me help connect you with somebody who's also struggled with that. They will help you understand how. You're going to have to actually say out loud what that pattern is. I'm ready. Okay, let's do it. Receive the mercy because it's for your good. Not all pain is punishment, but I'm going to be honest and say some of us are experiencing some some challenge at the end of 2023 because we had some patterns through this year that God's inviting us to release going into next. And it is for your good. So I want you to have a moment to reflect. Just reflect. It won't be long. Just a second. God, Holy Spirit, you have the ability to help me comb through the difference between what is a a challenge presented to me to trust you more and a challenge that is uniquely brought upon by you to help me see a pattern that needs shifting. Help me see the difference. For those of us who already know what, pattern the Holy Spirit is pointing to, do this often, pretend that you're holding it in your hand and surrender it to God. you. You might say something like, God, I don't know how to not have this thing be with me, but I also know it isn't for my good. You may say something like, God, I really, 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 really don't want you to take this from me. But I know it's not for my good. You might say something like, God, I really, really like this thing. But I know it's not for my good. Holy Spirit, help me. Receive the new mercy being afforded to you on this day. Pretend that when you open your eyes, it is the beginning of a new day because that's how time works, it's a circle. Not just when the sun rises. Because you get to clip back to green after you receive the mercy. So, Father, we receive your mercy. We know you are a God of unwavering love. And we will sing to the rooftops of your goodness. But it's also your gospel truth that you've come to make us more human and to disrupt the patterns of this world that dehumanize us. And so, God, we receive that today trust you even more with it not just so that you can feel a sense of satisfaction but you've designed this for our good you know the plans that you have for us plans to prosper us to give us a hope and a future. And we receive that on this day. In Jesus' name.